It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your very humble and gracious host, Eric G, welcoming you into what should be a killer show today. We've got a lot of ground to cover in a short amount of time. And if you don't know who I am or you're brand new to the Locked on Thunder podcast. I did radio in Oklahoma City for about four years, and for five seasons now, I've had the privilege of covering the Oklahoma City Thunder. Currently, I'm working with some great guys, Chuck Chaney and Brady Trantham of ThunderDigest.com, and I'd like to thank Brady for getting us that great video in Dallas that we posted to LockedOnThunder.com the other night. And... You can also hear me do the G League podcast, which we put out once a week, and I think we'll have another episode of that coming up this afternoon or sometime this weekend talking about all things NBA. But back to Locked on Thunder, killer show coming up for you today, and I'm very excited to get into our content. In the first segment, we'll discuss Corey Brewer. He is not with the Oklahoma City Thunder yet, but by all reports... He's either flying to OKC or is in OKC or maybe making his way to Phoenix to meet with front office people in the team and get prepared to be a member of the Thunder. Plus, these next two games for Oklahoma City, and this is all in segment number one, are as close to a must-win situation as you can have in March. And the Thunder have been screwing around quite a bit. And we'll discuss what Oklahoma City has to do to get over this hump of playing down to its competition. In segment number two, John Bottom was one of the great all-time hotel wreckers. Well, Steph Curry has tried to equal John Bottom in wrecking hotels, and I'll tell you why that might actually make Steph Curry a much cooler player. Dirk Nowitzki reaches out to a fan in need, and J.R. Smith is acting like a douche. And finally, coming up in segment number three, why it's better for the Oklahoma City Thunder to possibly end up in the seventh or eighth playoff spot 
then try and move up in the Western Conference standings. So all that is coming up today right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. And if you haven't caught up on some of our back episodes, you can do so at the updated LockedOnThunder.com, which also includes videos of interviews, and we're going to start writing for that. So everything Oklahoma City Thunder can be found at LockedOnThunder.com. You out there, Mr. Business Owner, do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Email DLock, that's D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. He's the voice of the Utah Jazz. He also runs the Locked On Network. And get on board with Locked On Thunder as well as some of our other great Locked On podcasts. If you're looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44 to bring into your business, we can help you do that. 98% of the folks who listen to this podcast happen to be men. 80% of those fall into that demographic of 18 and 44. And we want to help you grow your business. So DLock, that's D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com. He can tell you about our very reasonable rates and why you will not have to pay a lot to get some fantastic results. Let's jump into it. Corey Brewer is not right now in Oklahoma City or not right now with the Oklahoma City Thunder, but by all reports, that'll get done sometime today. But as of the time that we put this podcast together, it hasn't happened yet. And even if Corey Brewer is to sign on the dotted line here in the next few hours, Most likely, you're not going to see him tonight in Phoenix. The earliest you would probably see Corey Brewer play would be that game in Portland coming up on Saturday night, which the Thunder could use him. The Thunder could use all the help they can get. And I'm not going to sit here and profess to you that Corey Brewer is a guy that is going to dramatically change things for OKC. This is a guy that's averaging about 13 minutes per game. Against Oklahoma City, he's actually averaged better Then that, I think it was like 14 and a half minutes. We discussed that on yesterday's show. And he's played all right against OKC. Plus that relationship with Billy Donovan is certainly going to help him grow and mesh with these players. And I saw Royce Young tweet out that he thinks Corey Brewer is a fit. And when I think whether or not a guy is an actual fit for any NBA team, it's less about his playing style, and it's more about his personality. And that kind of goes back to what we discussed with Carmelo Anthony and Paul George when they came to Oklahoma City because the big talk was whether or not these guys who were ball-dominant players could concede to Russell Westbrook. Could they accept their roles and become part of a team? And you've seen it that they have. And as long as a guy can accept his role, Even if you're asking him to change his game, that can usually help a team. Now, we've seen it fail, too. This is not a foolproof plan by any stretch of the imagination. And one of of those players that 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 backfired on for Oklahoma City was Serge Ibaka. Even though Serge Ibaka wasn't a guy that the Thunder brought in at midseason or signed via free agency... We knew that Serge was a traditional four. He's a guy that needed to play on the block. He needed to rebound. He needed to be taking mid-range jumpers and playing as close to the basket as possible. And when the Thunder asked him to go beyond that and be that stretch four, we saw Serge's game deteriorate. And you will see those results from time to time, but as long as a player is willing to do whatever a team asks and just doesn't 
disrupt the fabric fabric of a team and doesn't cause bad chemistry, usually that's a great combination not only for the player, but for the organization as well. Now, as for the Thunder themselves, I am so sick of seeing this team play down to its competition, and I know you are as well. It's frustrating to watch the Oklahoma City Thunder play game in, game out, where they start off great in the first quarter and they show a lot of energy, and then somewhere midway through the second, and definitely from the third all the way to the fourth, they're trying to get it back. And the only thing we don't know right now is what happens in the locker room at halftime. Are these guys getting too comfortable? Are they lounging around? Do they forget that they're playing an NBA game? But it has to stop. And you've got two opponents you can stop it against if you just put your mind to it. One of the things that I will stand by, and not to hearken too much back to past episodes of Locked on Thunder, I don't think this is Billy Donovan's fault. This has to come from within. This is all about the players. And whether Steven Adams is going to step up and take a big-time leadership role, because he's certainly built to do that, even though it may not be completely in his mental makeup, if Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook, I don't care who it is, somebody has got to rally the troops because you're playing a dreadful Phoenix Suns team who is 19-44 this season. But Oklahoma City is 0-1 against this Phoenix team and has lost three in a row in that, se- in that city, in that arena. And they're just 8-8 eight eight all-time against Phoenix at Phoenix during the Oklahoma City Thunder era, which is the last 10 years. And at no point in that 10 years has Phoenix ever been good. And it's just a simple matter of you have to come out, be the better team, establish dominance early, and for teams like Phoenix and like Dallas who are tanking or who at least don't want to win too many games so they can improve their draft status, they'll quit. They will eventually quit on you or they will get to the point where they will make mistakes as long as you keep going at them. And had Oklahoma City kept going at Dallas like they had from the beginning the other night, then you wouldn't have had to go to overtime to beat a scrub team like that who would rather lose than win. Now, as far as Portland goes, this has been a house of horrors for Oklahoma City. They've lost seven straight in Portland. And I, they're 0-2 against this team this year. And I, I don't know, man. I just don't see Oklahoma City being able to get two wins right now. I want to be positive. I want to tell you that they're going to come out of these next two games and be in a much better position than they were going in. But I don't have faith in this team. And until I see consistency, I can't have faith in them. And and it's not that I don't think Oklahoma City couldn't make a run in the playoffs because the talent certainly is there, especially with the big four. And at times we see the bench come around A four or five game winning streak is not going to convince me. You're going to have to play well the entire month of March going into April for me to feel a lot more comfortable about your chances in the playoffs than I do right now. So I'm saying one and one on this current road trip. It's not going to make any of us happy. We certainly would much more prefer two and oh, but that's probably what you get out of Oklahoma City 
after these next couple of games. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am your host, Eric G. Coming up next, one of the players that I dislike the most in the NBA, and I don't want to like this guy, uses some rock star type annex. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. To get me on his side, and I can see him maybe gaining a few more fans by doing what he did in a hotel room. Mr. or Mrs. Business Owner who is looking for somebody between the ages of 18 and 44 to come spend their money, email David Locke, that's D-Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com and ask him how you can be a part of the Locked on Thunder podcast or even the Locked on Network because we've got all sorts of great podcasts, not only for the NBA, but the NFL as well. I think we have every team in both leagues covered. And it's really just a great product to be a part of. We have 98% of our audience, or 98% of our audience is men. 80% of those are between the ages of 18 and 44. And if you've never heard this, I give the same pitch a few times a day in the podcast. But it is worth it. It does work for your business. And I'll make the promise right now, if you go and help out Locked On Thunder and, and, make, and become a part of the Locked On Network, I'll even come do podcasts from your business and sit around all day talking with your customers and you and your staff about the Thunder and about the NBA because it's what I really love to do. I want to help you be a part of this and help your business grow and I also want to get to know as many people as I can. So be a part of the Locked on Thunder podcast and remember, email davidlocke, D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. So Steph Curry, man, you talk about all the players in the NBA I don't want to like, other than Kevin Durant, Steph Curry is right at the top of that list. He, Draymond Green, everybody that plays for the Golden State Warriors, if you're an Oklahoma City Thunder fan, it's just in your DNA at this moment. You've got to hate that team. You just just do. And yes, I will still, it still burns and eats away at me that Kevin Durant left to go play for those guys. Chumps as I like to call them. And I'll never get over that. Just straight up, I will never get over that, even though there is kind of a part of me that likes Golden State Kevin better than Oklahoma City Kevin. But just when you see him on the court, you can't help but get upset. Well, Steph Curry is doing his best to endear himself to me. Not that that was necessarily his intention, and it probably wasn't his intention to endear himself to NBA fans or sports fans who like rooting for the bad guys. But Golden State has an off day. He's in a hotel 
in Atlanta, and he takes out his golf club to practice his swing, and in doing so, he breaks glass. And I'm not sure if it was a window or a coffee table. That part of the story I haven't quite figured out yet, but he sends out a picture on Instagram, and you know he's going to pay for this because Steph Curry is too good a guy not to pay for it, and I would even imagine some of the guys at Golden State might be willing to cover the bill. But when I saw it and saw the headline, Steph Curry damages hotel room or leaves hotel room in shambles, my first thought was Steph Curry went all John Bonham. He wrecked the TV or took the TV, unplugged it, threw it out the window, drove a car into the, into the pool, broke all the walls. He didn't go quite that far. But Steph Curry is one of the good guys in the NBA. That has always been his M.O. And even if he tries to play the bad guy or have a smug look on his face, ultimately, he's a guy that is liked by a lot of people who want to root for the good guy. Well, maybe this changes things just a tad. I like guys that wreck hotel rooms. I want my rock stars to do that. They don't do that enough these days. So maybe it is up to the association and the NFL and Major League Baseball for our entertainers who are coming out of the world of sports to take up where the rock stars are lagging off right now. In yesterday's podcast, I always like to go, I don't always like to go back to yesterday's podcast or the day before when I do it, but I've got to. We talked about Dirk Nowitzki, who scored his 31,000th point. And my favorite thing about Dirk Nowitzki, other than his play on the court, or even more than his play on the court, is just this guy's personality. He's kind of a goof. He's always been a guy that's been very good with the fans. And everybody in DFW knows that. I'm on this kick to sort of make sure everybody who follows the NBA knows what a good guy Dirk Nowitzki is. And I I can't tell you who, but a guy that follows me on Twitter at G-E-E-H-S-O sent me a tweet or sent me a direct message talking about his sister-in-law who was dying of cancer, had terminal cancer. And she grew up in the DFW area. She was a longtime Mavericks fan. And one of her bucket list things was to meet Dirk Nowitzki. So this guy called the Mavs, tried to get a hold of Dirk just to see if they would possibly do some something. And wouldn't you know, Dirk Nowitzki actually obliged. The Mavericks invited her down to a game. He took pictures with the family, made a big fuss over her kids, gave posters, signed autographs, and did everything he could to make them or make those last 48 hours of this woman's life be as happy as possible. And if I were to go into any more details, I don't think I could actually make it through this direct message. But those are the kind of things. And as much as I like to have fun hearing guys wreck hotel rooms, I also like to hear about stars doing this because it makes them a little bit more human. And especially for Dirk Nowitzki. It's just one more reason to be a fan of his. You don't have to like the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, heck, they're owned by Mark Cuban. And Mark Cuban says bad things about Oklahoma City and Russell Westbrook. So you don't have to necessarily like the Mavs. But Dirk Nowitzki is a hard guy not to like. And finally, as we take a look around the association, what is going on with J.R. Smith? Now, we have come to know J.R. Smith as a guy that's going to do some stupid things. He's the shirtless guy that has made some bad decisions in his life. Well, J.R. Smith got himself banned for throwing soup at one of his coaches, which, you know... I've used the term douche or D-bag to describe that. That is beyond a D-bag type 
move. This was assistant coach Damon Jones, who's a former Cavs player, who has been back with the organization now for about four years and is in charge of the D-League team. Multiple sources in Cleveland knew, knew of the incident, and because of that, J.R. Smith has to sit out a game, and he will return when the Cavs host the Nuggets on Saturday. By the way, Cleveland lost 108-97 to Philadelphia, and I don't know how many people are backing off the Cavs bandwagon, but I'm going to talk about just the mess that the Cavs are for a second. First, you have the whole Kevin Love situation. Now you've got J.R. Smith essentially assaulting an assistant coach because something like that could be considered assault. You've made all these moves, and for two games, you look great. But it's just like the Thunder. We can hope, but I don't know that we can expect the Thunder to just magically turn things around and all this talent make a run in the playoffs. Well, I don't think you can expect the Cavs to do the same thing as well. When you have had as many internal struggles as as the Cavaliers have, there's no way that can't take a toll on the team. And even if you can mask it for a few games, it's not something you can completely get rid of. And it's not just this one incident with J.R. Smith that'll keep them from going to the NBA Finals and possibly challenging Golden State for a championship. It's all of it combined. And I will still look in the East. Toronto, the Celtics, the Bucks is a possible dark horse. Even the Wizards, who are without John Wall, there's something about all those teams I like and see more cohesion and more chemistry from than I do the Cleveland Cavaliers. You're in the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am your host, Eric G. Coming up, we'll tell you why it would be best if Oklahoma City actually does. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does it move up in the Western Conference standings and get stuck in the 7th or the 8th seed? Hey, Mr. Business Owner, if you are looking for a great way to advertise, then email David Locke, that's D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com and become a part of the Locked on Thunder podcast and the Locked on Network. We want your business. More importantly, we want to help you grow your business. That's David Locke, D-Locke, L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com, 18 to 44. That's our demo. If that's your demo, we're right in your sweet spot. 98% of the folks that listen to this are men. 80% of those are, are between those ages of 18 and 44. So jump on board with the Locked on Thunder podcast. Finally today, we got to talk about the Thunder and their playoff hopes right now sitting in the seventh seed, which we've all lamented over the last couple of days. Man, the Thunder in the seventh seed, they're going to have to play the Golden State Warriors. And I've even said, 
we'd all feel better if the Thunder moved up instead of having to play GSW in the first round. Could they get stuck in the 4-5 seed and maybe get Portland? Maybe get maybe get the Minnesota Timberwolves who might not yet be coming into their own, especially since the Timberwolves have lost Jimmy Butler. It might be a good matchup for Oklahoma City. However, when you look at the teams who are currently in the playoffs in the Western Conference, Oklahoma City is a combined 6-11 and 11 against all those teams, including being 0-2 versus Portland. They've got two more games against, one of those coming up on Saturday. 0-2 versus the New Orleans Pelicans, who are on a roll right now, winning seven straight. They finished the season 1-3 versus Minnesota. 1-1 one one versus the Spurs, and the Spurs, LaMarcus Allridge is banged up, and we know Kawhi Leonard's working to get back, but there's some sort of weirdness going on there. And they're 1-2 and two versus the Denver Nuggets. So really, you're looking at all these teams that the Thunder have a logjam with. I'm almost to the point where I feel more comfortable with OKC playing Golden State in the first round because they are 2-1 and one versus the Warriors. Despite what happened this past weekend, I at least know Oklahoma City will play hard against Golden State. I don't know that Oklahoma City plays hard against any of these other teams that they're in a logjam with, for the exception of the San Antonio Spurs. And right now, they've got two left with the Houston Rockets, and they're 1-0 versus them. And we know that Russell Westbrook will want to go out and show up James Harden as best he can because Harden could likely be the MVP this year. Although, let's give it up for Anthony Davis and what he's doing. And that guy's certainly going to garner a lot of votes down the stretch. But we know Russ will play hard against him. We know that Russ wants to make sure that James Harden knows that Russell Westbrook is the best player in the NBA. So, looking at it, as crazy as it sounds, and I know that that is one of the craziest ideas that can be thrown out there, Really, the Thunder finishing in that 7th and 8th spot isn't the worst thing in the world because at 7, you play Golden State. At 8, you play Houston. You have winning records against those. You start moving up and everybody else, you're sub-500 to. It's just a crazy, crazy season and we can only hope that by the end of Saturday night, We've started to see the Thunder turn things around. Russell Westbrook says he's not worried. Paul George said a couple of weeks he doesn't feel a sense of urgency or pressure. And all these guys to a man will tell you they think they can turn it around. Well, as our good folks or our good friends Rush said, show me, don't tell me. Show me you can you can do all this. All right? That wraps up Locked on Thunder for this Friday. Hey, for back episodes, do me a favor. Go to the updated LockedOnThunder.com. We've got back episodes of podcasts, video interviews with players and Billy Donovan. We've got that great interview from Carmelo Anthony on the website where he is uncensored and raw about the NCAA and his shooting percentage. That came out this week. And if you've not seen that, it's so worth checking out, plus Russell Westbrook's reaction to the win in Dallas. If you really want to hear it, not from my mouth, but Russell Westbrook, it's all right there at LockedOnThunder.com. And again, you can catch up on all the back episodes of the Locked on Thunder podcast. Remember, if you're looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44, we got them right here at Locked on Thunder. So email David Locke, that's D-L-O-C-K-E, 
at gmail.com and become a part of the Locked on Thunder Network. I am Eric G saying have a fantastic weekend. And remember, how many times do you hear it? But it goes on all day long. Everyone knows everything. And no one is ever wrong until later. Have a great day. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.